0: Hey everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In part 2 of the Motion Warp Tracking series… You started going through a use case of tracking on moving fabric… And you used multiple reference frames to distort and undistort the logo… Throughout the Motion Warp Tracking process. The current result looks quite convincing if you scrub the time-bar. However, there is still a few areas that need a bit of tweaking. So in part 3… You'll continue to refine the motion-warp tracking result… By using Motion Vector Softness… As well as Invisible Surfaces and Extended Bicubics. As a side note… These techniques can be used to track skin, liquids and other organic materials. If you would like to follow along… You can either load the Batch Setup you saved at the end of Part 2… Or go to Part 2 to download the media… Then follow the steps in part 2 to get to this point. So picking up from where you left off… The logo is tracking to the T-shirt… And it distorts and interpolates between the two reference frames set in part 2. Now let's examine the point where the fabric is bunched up… And the logo distorts quite a bit. Go to frame 39. Looking into the crease of the fabric… The pixels are distorting as part of the motion vector's map warping. This is a very pixel-accurate process… And even though mathematically correct… It might not look right to your eyes. So to ease off on the restrictiveness of the motion vectors… You can animate the motion vector softness. Ensure Auto Key is on. Select the projector… And switch to the tracking menu under the projector tab. The Motion Vector Softness is set to zero. The slider is blue and already has animation… Because you keyframed the softness at both of the reference frames in part 2. To see things more clearly… Toggle the eye keyboard shortcut… To turn off the icons in the result view. Now as you increase the Motion Vector Softness… The pixels start relaxing to their original shape within the logo. The fabric might not be that tightly squeezed together… So keyframe the softness value to 0.5%. Now you might not want the motion vectors to be softened or relaxed throughout the composite. So go to frame 24… And set the softness to zero. Next, go to frame 64… And also set the softness to zero. The Motion Vector softening will now only take place when the fabric is squashed the most. Turn Auto Key off. So you have full control over the motion warping… And how much distortion should be considered by softening the motion vectors. Scrub the time-bar again to review the adjustments. Now if you wanted to place the whole logo anywhere else on the image… This is a projection. And you could move the projector and animate it when necessary. This moves the entire logo along the motion vector's map. Turn the icons on with the I keyboard shortcut… And you'll see the wireframe of the projector. Now I'm sure you could come up with some motion graphic ideas with this feature. However, if you are trying to do small tweaks with a use case like this… Then you need to rely on a slightly different technique. Remember that the projector controls the overall positioning of the logo… So you don't really want to make any changes with the projector. However, the projector is casting onto a receiving surface… And it is possible to make small changes there. Ensure you go to frame 39. Select the image surface object in the Action Schematic. This surface is receiving the projection… And it's also applying the motion vector's distortion to that projection. So if you go to the Surface Objects Image tab and go to the Surface menu, you can switch the type from flat to extended by cubic. Switch to the Vertices menu and subdivide the image three times. Now, if you just grab a vertex and start dragging it around, it will reshape the logo. But also the visible underlying pixels receiving the projection. In this particular case… You only want to distort the logo… And not the pixels of the fabric. Press UNDO to reposition the vertex. The way you can move the logo… Independent from the live-action plate… Is to use the Action Background. Switch to the Media List… And you will see that you loaded the same image as the background in the previous video. Now projections can actually be received by a transparent surface. So double-click on the image surface object… And switch to the image's surface menu. Set its transparency to 100%. Now the result view still looks the same… But I assure you that you are looking at the action background… And the logo is now projecting onto a transparent surface object. So to tweak the logo into a better position on the fabric… Zoom into the image with CONTROL-SPACE… And drag the vertex to reposition this part of the logo. This is a great workflow for tweaking your motion warp tracking… And you can isolate it to specific parts of the image surface. It can also be animated for added effect. Fit the composite to the viewport… And turn the icons off with either the pull-down menu or the I keyboard shortcut. Scrub the time-bar to see the final result. So here you have an animated logo… That has been composited onto a moving fabric T-shirt… And you can continue to finish your image… With the other great tools available in the Flame products. So hopefully part 2 and part 3 of the Motion Warp Tracking series has given you quite a bit of information to perform organic tracking… And tweak them to your liking. As I mentioned at the beginning of these videos… You can apply these techniques to fabrics, skin, liquids… Or other organic type textures you'd like to track. But this is not the only thing you can do with motion warp tracking… So stay tuned for future videos in the series. Please be sure to also check out the other workflows, features and enhancements… To the Flame 2018.3 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching… And please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos.